I'd like to share with you a fascinating story brought down by the Gemara in Sechta Shabbos. The Gemara talks about judging people favorably. In Masa Ba'adam Echad, there was a story about a person that was hired to work for someone for three years as a sharecropper. And after the three years were up, he approaches his boss and he tells him, it's Erev Yom Kippur today. I haven't seen my family in three years. I would like to go home. Please pay me my wages and I will go home and feed my wife and children. Amr his boss tells him, Ainli, I don't have any cash on me. So he tells him, okay, in that case, Tenli Paris, give me my wages in the form of produce. His boss says, Ainli, I don't have that either. Then he says, Tenli Karka, give me a piece of land. Again, he says, Ainli. Tenli Behema, give me some animals. Ainli. Then he tells him, I'll take pillows and blankets. I'll take anything you have. Ainli, I have nothing to give you. Hifshul Kalev Lachayrav. Distraught, he took his bag, slung it over his shoulder, he went home devastated. Nothing to show for himself after being away from his family for three years. The Gemara says, After Sukkot, the employer packed up boxes of food and drink and all kinds of goodies, and he set out to the home of his former employee. He arrives, and they sit down, and they have a great feast together. And after the party, he takes out three years worth of wages and he hands it to his former employee. And as he's about to leave, his boss tells him, I want to ask you a question. When you said to me, give me my wages, and I said, I have no cash, what was going through your mind? Did you not suspect me of trying to avoid paying you? Not at all, the worker answered. I thought, perhaps you were offered the great business deal and you used all your cash to purchase the merchandise. And therefore, you had no money available to pay me. How about when I said I have no animals? What did you suspect then? The worker answered, I thought, perhaps you rented out your animals. How about when I said I have no land? What did you think then? I thought, perhaps the land is leased out to others. How about when I said I have no produce? I thought, probably you didn't give miser on them yet, and you didn't want to give it to me untithed. What about when I said, I have no cushions or blankets? I thought, perhaps you consecrated all your property, and therefore, you had nothing available to give me. Amaloi, the boss tells him, I swear, exactly the way you described it, it was precisely so. Whatever you just said was 100% true. And he gives him a bracha. Just as you judge me favorably, so may Hashem judge you favorably. A fascinating story, but it gets better. Says the Ramami Pano, this wasn't just a random employee and some random employer. He says the landowner was Rabbi Yezer Hagadol, and the worker was none other than Rabbi Kiva himself. But this incident happened way before he was the great Tana Rabbi Akiva, even before he started learning Torah, before he had 24,000 Talmidim. He was then already a great Balmidas. He wasn't paid for three years, and not only didn't he say a word, he was done as boss, Lekavschus. And those tremendous Midas is what Rachel, the daughter of Kalba Sevoa, was drawn to. She was the most eligible bachelorette. She could have married anybody she wanted to. Her father was rich and famous. 
But in Rabbi Akiva, despite being a lowly shepherd and ignoramus at that time, she recognized his extraordinary midas. She foresaw hidden greatness and latent potential. And that set off the chain of events where she married them and supported and encouraged them to go learn Torah for 24 consecutive years. And what emerged was the great Tana Rabbi Akiva. And it all began when Rabbi Akiva was employed as a lowly farmer and was done chaveira lekafschus, when he had all the reasons in the world not to do so. A person wakes up in the morning and looks in the mirror and he says, I might have some flaws, but overall I'm a good person. We give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. We judge ourselves favorably. We see the best in ourselves. We are quick to defend and justify any shortcomings in ourselves. So why do we judge our friends' flaws so harshly? On Lag Boimer, we celebrate the fact that the plague that killed the students of Rabbi Kiva came to an end. The Gemara said the reason they perished is because in on their exalted level, they didn't respect each other. Unlike Boimer, we emulate the Midas of Rabbi Kiva, where all of Klai Yisrael sings and dances together, and we display tremendous actus and unity. We travel the world and spend lots of money looking for Zgulos. However, the Mishnah says it's really simple. Here's a guaranteed surefire remedy. Hadon Done in This is Divrei Chazal, so you can take it to the bank. If you judge your friend favorably, Hashem will judge you favorably. Can there be a better schooler than that? And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.